This is exactly right. Georgia. And we love murder. We love murder. We don't want to get murdered. We love true crime. We love true crime. We love to talk about bad things that have happened yep. to good people. Yep. Um, Hopefully they won't happen to us if we talk about it enough. It, it's as if we could ward it off yep. with just our uh, with our positive verbal energies. <laughs> and our anxiety over getting murdered. Because um, sometimes when you share an anxiety, it, it alleviates it a little bit. Yeah. I think it also lessens the chance of it happening. That's right. We're really, we're changing the future with our words. We're diffusing the possibility of getting stabbed multiple times. We're diffusing the stab bomb. You know what I do? I have a problem with though. Whenever I talk about like murder, how I could die or car, like on a recording, mm-hmm. I just think about them using it when it actually happens in, in my like. 48 hours. Yes. Yeah. In your 2020 episode? For example, there's a video, our new favorite show that I wouldn't let you talk about. <laughs> With me, there's a video. She was, let me can I can I just tell people who Let's are listening. Start from the very beginning. Georgia was very harsh with me when I arrived at her apartment. <laughs> she said, "Have you been watching that?" And I said, "Don't I said, talk about it." Have you been watching? I barely had the word "watching out," and yeah. she screamed, "Don't talk about it!" But didn't explain <laughs> that it, she wanted to save it for the podcast. It was as if this was a forbidden. Subject. Like I literally was like, "Never talk about it." Like how I am with Sex in the City. Don't, don't talk, talk about, about it in front of me. Oh, you don't want a spoiler? Is that why? Right. Ever in my life. I want to keep that pure for the rest of my days. You've never, never seen one. A, you've never done one episode. Uh, I saw part of once when they went to L.A. and it was it really depressed me. Fair enough. OK, just, let's talk about it. OK, it's not <laughs> I meant I meant we'll save it for the show. OK, this is the show. OK, there's I just started watching it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Same with me. What episode are you on? Uh, two. OK, this is fun. Because I'm on like, it just fin- we just finished three. Oh, okay. okay the, sh- the show we're talking about is Making of a Murder. Making a Murderer? Making a Murderer on Netflix. It's like, think the jinx, but fucking better. Yeah. Do you love it? I, it's amazing. It's, what, what I think is amazing is we are truly now in this era where everyone's life has been recorded in some way mm-hmm. because there is so much footage of that guy. So much. So much footage. And you realize it's because that's how everything works these days. Yeah, but like, he was also in the news like for the past 18 years. Yes. So the story is the, and it's really funny because this story, there's two separate stories here, one of the, which, the murder, I already knew about. So as soon, and I didn't realize that that's what was going on mm. until they started talking about the murder. So the, the first episode, which I thought was a standalone thing, I thought they were just going to talk about like people who got exonerated. Oh. The first episode is the story of this guy, Stephen Avery, getting... Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, but you're going to see the first episode. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. He gets exonerated for rape after 18 years in prison. Um, and kind of finding out that he's been railroaded by his own cousin and the people that right. live in his community. It's one of those like it's like the West Memphis three where it's like, how the fuck did this get as far as it did? Yeah. One of those like these guys clearly a huge miscarriage of justice. This is terrifying. We could go to prison at any moment for anything. Yeah. 
It, well, yes, because the the you pull back, you realize it's that freaky thing of like as you pull back and realize this is happening all over the country, yep. all over the world, where people in power. It's an abuse of power and people just doing whatever they want to do. Totally. There's these amazing interviews. Oh, my God. All, all the depositions. <laughs> There's like hundreds of hours of depositions. And it's these people that I swear to God, if, if it was a sketch show, you'd be like, that guy's too broad. Totally. Like the the mealy mouthed uh, district attorney mm -hmm. guy with the little glasses and the kind of perfectly balding head that was like, I, 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 they are like, so depressing. Like this, they are the reasons I point to all of them that I never want to work in an office job again. If I like can save myself because yeah. those are the people you work with and you fucking hate them. And more, more so for me is watching people lie. It's so fascinating oh. because you can smell a lie. It doesn't matter how you think you might be good at it or yeah, whatever. How do people you think, know you're who lying? Who do you think you are? Everyone yeah. knows you're lying. And there, that that one sheriff who is kind of big with the mustache that yes, did the drawing. Who, who is, did a drawing and got them framed like a fucking <clears throat> disgusting. Like he's the guy who goes hunting and gets like and like kills an animal with like a shot to the head and then frames it on his wall. Crazy. I mean, like just the the level of uh, smugness yeah. and and the way that guy would talk. What I made me love that he talks like I'm. You're stupid. I am so much smarter than you. Yeah. I'm going to act like it. When and meanwhile, really... he's talking to a lawyer that's deposing totally. him and a lawyer who gets paid to argue. So the guy's like, let me finish. Yep. Like the, the lawyer ends up feeling like a teacher. And this yeah. guy's like, oh, I don't remember Such that. Such a but smug like, piece of so shit. So many lies. What lying. do you think? Yeah, he's just all of it. It's so gross. And then it turns into, and I think we could talk about the crime because this is a, a murder that we probably would have eventually gotten to because it's stuck with me for so, it's stuck with me because of what this woman went through, the torture that she went through. Oh no. Did you ever hear about it before? I don't know because I'm, <clears throat> I'm like right in the part oh. where they're looking for her. I mean, well, I obviously know she's Do you remember one. there was one where she gets kidnapped and tied up and the nephew and this guy raped and tortured her mm. i remembered it from the because of the nephew part okay so when that started happening and they start talking about it around the third episode i was like oh shit and then his nephew comes in so i'm like well this is then he did it because i remember this murder but they get to it's crazy so wait basically you're remembering a thing that you saw on like a 2020 yeah. style thing yeah. but it was wrong i don't well that's what we're that's what oh, we're okay. examining. Okay. Is did That's he commit this murder or did they set him up? Because he, this guy, Stephen Avery, is now suing the shit out of the county that put him in jail wrongfully. And are they setting him up because this woman disappeared? Right. Are they setting him up for the murder? Yeah. That's like the question they're going to answer. I'm positive they are. And I'm only halfway through the second episode. <laughs> it's great. And it's wonderful because it's one of those things with serial, serial where episode to episode, you're like, he's guilty. He's not guilty. He's guilty. And they... The reason they found out about it is because the nephew confessed and you're like, well, then he did it. And then they show you they have footage of the nephew confessing oh, and no. it is. It is troubling. Oh, no. Like when you say I can tell people are lying, he's lying. This kid is making this shit up and it's a false confession. But oh, is it? No. I don't know. I'm sorry. What is it? I'm Who's sorry to say, but it's that weird thing where also it's so much easier when you're watching a documentary and going like, look at this guy. Mm -hmm. because So it's been laid out for me. Right. Like if they were manipulating me to not like people or like people, yeah. or whatever, I fall for that stuff every single time. Totally. Totally. Every time. And everyone now, including us, thinks we're like fucking, we're like sleuths and we're like professional and good at this and can sense things when really like we're just, we just like have a podcast and like talking about it well but i'll tell you this here's one thing i can't sense 
is when a big fat smug guy with a mustache <laughs> is lying. For sure. I know. For sure. I can tell. Or because when it's a good, they get real, like, their cadence is very condescending. Like, so condescending. I don't remember. Yeah. And it's all like How that. would I know? How would I know that? Yeah. How would I remember this from years ago? Right. Fuck you. It's so funny. Well, it can also tell when there's a 16-year-old in a police room being deposed by or being questioned um, without parental like guardians or lawyers and being fed information it's fucking great wow it's chilling so my my hope is that episode 10 don't watch it without me I'm like we'll watch it together oh good idea we'll get everyone together who's watching it because you are live we could do a recording watch it together i don't know that's so, great something will happen so we just scream the entire time <laughs> just a lot of screaming <laughs> you can't even no. hear it yeah yeah let's watch 10 together you know, what's really funny, too, is, I mean, this will come out later, mm -hmm. but people, I bet a lot of people will have watched it by the time yeah. this actually comes well, out. Well, what's fun is it's not episodic. You can go binge the fuck out of it right now. Yeah. It's all on there. That's the best. But it seems like a bunch of people did that because it was like a wildfire totally. of people on Twitter being like, making up a murder. Like, yes. all of a sudden, in a, in a five-hour block, everyone was tweeting that they were watching it. It is was weird. smart? Like, I feel like episodic makes people more into something. Me? It makes you smarter? No, makes people more into something. Oh, oh, like yes, because you just sit in your house and watch it all yeah. day, and it like you, becomes your life. Totally. Like now that Fargo's over, what am I going to watch? For real, God bless Fargo. Oh, right, gorgeous, the greatest. If Kirsten Dunst doesn't win all the awards, even like the ones that don't make any sense, I'm going to be bummed. Did I already brag to you that I know the casting director? No, she goes to my dog park. No. Yes, yeah, we became dog park friends. Oh my and god! And then a after chatting, and she's just a total like one of us kind of gal. Oh my god! And turns out that, and so, I we have each other's phone numbers like to text because every once in a while I'll be like, oh, text me if you're gonna go. Yeah. So we'll be at the dog park at the same time. Holy shit! Text and me if you're gonna go. Bring Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> when I, I the first episode I watched, I text her. I'm like, this show is amazing because yeah. I was I loved the first season yeah. and I was like, there's no way the second season yeah. is gonna be as good. And it was like, so so good, so good, so good. Um, so yeah, everyone go watch. Oh. What is it? Making of a murder. Making of a murderer. Or making of a murderer. Tell us Netflix. about it. Oh, I made us a Facebook fan page. Not fan. You know, I made, us, uh, I made a, my favorite murder a Facebook page. Nice. So everyone go on there and talk about that and tell us your um, your, your town murder, all this oh, stuff. Right. Yes. We want to know what's happened, what happened in your town that you've been talking about yeah. since you were 10. We want to know your Facebook murder, or your favorite murder. What? <laughs> Could oh be God. the Facebook murderer. What if a, there was a Facebook murderer? Oh, there's a Craigslist murderer. Yeah. Not a Facebook. Because it's so low rent. <laughs> so um, ratchet. Should we get to what our favorite murders are? Yes. For this episode? Yeah. Do you want to go first? You want me to go to first? I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, this is a, one of the ones where I've done less research on it, but I, I know it. I know the story in my heart. Totally. Um, these, are, these are more fun. It's a murder of my heart. But it's the Paul Bernardo, Carla Homolka, um, husband and wife murder team, where in, it was in, uh, I believe it was Toronto? Yes. Um, and in the early 90s, and it was a weird power dynamic abusive relationship, and he basically, um, he basically got his wife 
to help him lure teenage girls mm-hmm. into their homes so that he could rape them and mur- and ultimately murder them. And they started off with her younger sister. I remember. I love this one. It's so crazy. They drugged her younger sister, who was like 14. Yeah. Um, they put drugs in her drink. And then, like, they roofied her, and then he raped her, and she videotaped it. Yep. This is her younger sister. Her younger sister. <laughs> you thought Canada was all maple totally. syrup and politeness. Totally. And there's one exception to that rule, and it's Paul Bernardo. Um, but the reason I like this, aside from the insanity of that part, where they would drive around looking for teen girls. It's so scary because you think, like, you see a woman and you're like, I'm safe. Like, yeah. if some, if like, let's say for some reason I was hitchhiking, which I would fucking never do because I'm terrified of murder. <laughs> but it ha- happened that I was and a couple stopped. I'd be like, this is okay because the woman's here. Yes. So he's not going to murder me with his, like, wife or whatever. Which is, that's how, um, you know the story of the woman who... Yep, in the box. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Georgia. The way you just did that, I wish you guys could have seen. What did I do? You practically winked at me. You're like, "Yep, like <laughs> d- say no more." This is a day where Georgia knows everything I'm going to say to her. I do. But that girl, the the woman, got into the car because it was a couple in the front seat, yeah. and then they put her head in a carpeted box. How how <laughs> terrifying. The, so awful. And then they ended up keeping her in a box under the bed for seven years. Yeah, and longer. then they tied her up. Did you see the photo of her tied up at, from her trial? No. They don't show her face, but she's like splayed naked. Oy. And you know what the most fucked up thing about that story is? Is that they brought her home to her house yes. to be like, look, she's fine, everyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that in and of itself was this big, uh, a huge thing for him because he had at her trial, so brainwashed. Yeah. And that idea that like there's a syndicate that's out to get you, so you can't go anywhere, you can't tell yeah, anybody. Yeah, he made her. We'll... He told her that, that he made her sign a thing. And... Yeah, that said the company. I think he called it the company. The company. I mean, would you? You want to be like? I would never believe that. As soon as I, I've actually, I thought about these. Like, I would just start screaming the minute I got in the door right. of my family's house because he was like, "Look, we're dating. Everything's normal. Right. So you can stop looking for her." But he broke her. He broke her. Yeah. He broke her in the, on the deepest psychological level. It so can't be that hard when you're putting someone in boxes to break them. It actually isn't. I don't think you if you if you feed people like only sugar, don't let them sleep, make them jump around. That's how cults do it. Real sugar, really? That's like a yeah. Wow. That's how like the Moonies would do it. Why? Just because your your brain is. If you don't have enough protein, yeah. yeah, and you only you only eat sugar, then you have these weird energy bursts, and you do like a lot of crazy stuff, and then you are exhausted. But then they wake you up at three in the morning. Yeah. To do a weird. I'm, I'm putting prayer. myself in a cult then because I have just constantly. <laughs> I mean, cookies. I mean, am I right? It is crazy. I need to eat more protein. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yes. but here's the, here's my twistaroo. That's kind of a hometown story. So Paul Bernardo was the husband of this hideous. Um, they of course eventually caught him, but when they caught him, they in taking his DNA, they linked him mm. to um, a long-standing set of unsolved rapes. <gasps> they were calling them. They calling him the Scarborough Rapist. Oh my god! And it was from a certain neighborhood in it's Toronto, right? I keep thinking it might be Montreal. It's Canada. It's I'm pretty sure it's Toronto, but <laughs> let us know if I'm wrong. Yeah. Always. On the Facebook page. Um, <laughs> give me a thumbs up if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but so the Scarborough Rapist was, was uh, people were terrified. It went on for years. Scarborough 
New York? No, no, no. Um, in, in Canada. This part of. <laughs> sorry, this is the one thing I didn't look up. I'm pretty sure it's it's a neighborhood of Toronto. Okay, got it. But so my friend Paul Greenberg, who um, you might know him from that one year that Neil Patrick Harris hosted the Emmys, and he walked out behind him and just stood and stared. Why did he do that? It was a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, he's a writer and he's a okay. comic. He's really funny. Okay. So anyway, he told me this story and this is my favorite. I love it. So the years before, uh, Paul Bernardo and his wife started killing young girls for his pleasure. Um, there was a Scarborough rapist. And, uh, so Paul's mother was at the time, I guess in her seventies probably. And she lived in an apartment building that had a swimming pool at the top. And she's a really good artist and uh, so she would go up and swim laps every day and, you know, she's retired and I think she lived by herself. Anyway, one day she's up there swimming laps and a young man comes out onto the roof and she doesn't really think much of it, you know. She's swimming laps and then she notices that he's walking along the pool as she's swimming laps. Oh my God, like lapping. Like lapping with her oh. walking back and forth. No. And so she like looks up and sees it and there's no one else up there. That's threatening. So she just keeps swimming laps and he's like tracking her and staring at her. And she's like, you know, an elderly woman swimming. Jesus. And he's just like, she said it was the scariest thing ever. And then... She didn't know what to do. At one point, she was just treading water and, like, staring and didn't oh know what to God. do. And then the door burst open and, like, three families came out and, um, you know, came to use the pool. And all the kids jumped in the pool and okay. he left. Okay. So she got out of the pool, put on a... <laughs> Put on a towel. <laughs> That's really important. Um, went oh, down I was scared she was tripping. Slipped on some flip flops right, right. and she went down to her apartment mm -hmm. and drew a picture of his face. Because oh she God, knew she yeah. had to do it while she remembered it. Wow. So then she put the picture. She called the cops. They said, you know, it's like a complaint or whatever. Yeah. And then however many years it was later, let's say three or five, when they showed Paul, Paul Bernardo no. on the news for this uh, husband and wife killing thing the mom walks over and pulls the picture out of the drawer and it's him it was Paul Bernardo that was doing that so oh that, my God. and then later on with DNA they linked him did and she said, call and was like listen dudes well at, at that point they had I think they'd already yeah. figured out that he was also the Scarborough rapist holy shit so he yeah. was just raping all over the place and like and doing stuff like that like, like was an yeah. animal essentially you know what sucks about being a woman is you never know like if something is nothing or not, you yeah, know, that's right. Like you might just see this guy pacing and you never see him again. Or you might go in your house and he's standing in your living room. That's right. Like what is nothing? Or like a boyfriend is stalking you or a dude is stalking you. Is it nothing? Or is this guy going to murder me? You just don't know. I mean, not that stalking isn't awful too, but like, is he just like obsessed for the next couple of weeks until I find someone else? Or is he a murderer? Right. That's like the day that I was at the dog park alone at like seven in the morning. And I looked up and there was a guy I thought at first that he was chipping balls on one side of the dog park. Mm -hmm. And then I looked and he had a sword. <laughs> yeah, he was just swinging a sword around. And I was just like, well, this is either yeah. my last day on earth. Yeah. Uh, or maybe my dog will attack him, but probably not. Yeah. It's not really her style. Sure. Uh, and I just waited and he eventually left. Was he like 
practicing in an open space or just being a fucking weirdo? He was by the bushes. So there was a weird element Jesus. to it. Jesus. Yeah. It wasn't cool. It's an- another thing, aside from a woman being present, that you're like, your guard is down, but like daytime. Yes. Morning. Guard is down. Yeah, it's you light don't, out. Yeah, you don't expect anything to happen. Which is the why it's the perfect time. And dog park. The most innocent dog park, place on yeah. Earth. Where only good things happen. And it All right. smells. Like, why would you want to go there if you didn't have to? <laughs> Get out of there. Yeah. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like, perfectly scrambled eggs. Oh my God. Yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient made in cookware. Made in was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. What's uh? What's yours? I feel like mine's kind of, okay, I'm not going to belittle myself. All right. Because this is my favorite. I'm not going to belittle myself <laughs> of all places. Not on our murder podcast, no. Georgia. Because this isn't an interesting. Oh, oh, I meant to add a thing to your to your thing. The woman, what's her name? Carla Hamolka. Got out of jail a while ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's out. That that was a big part of it is she tried to say that he was right. controlling her mind, which some people say is very possible because she was a victim of his abuse as well. I know. But at the same time. You're still responsible, though, for what you do. You can't kill your younger sister and think that that's just going to go, you know. Did they accidentally kill her or was it on purpose? Did they, oh, did they drug her and she had an overdose? I don't remember. Mm, that could be part of the story. I don't remember. But she's out. Isn't that weird that, like, she's just out? Yep.
that's so let's talk about some of the benefits of being a woman. Shorter murder sentences. <laughs> yeah. More um benefit of the, of the doubt. Yeah. You take some shit, you you get some shit. Yeah. And your sister's wife. And you killed her. <laughs> and then you kill your sister. <laughs> no, no, you have to buy one last Christmas present every year. Yeah, right? Maybe that sister was a real pain in the ass. Do you think her parents just talk to her or no still? They're probably I'd, like I'd say probably no. I know. If they killed this the teen sister. Parents are so forgiving though. Uh, I guess that they're like one line you can cross and it's like killing your I mean, who knows? It's, it really yes. puts them in a bad position. <laughs> okay, my favorite murder. Okay, this is, it's like a, it's not as interesting, but it's my favorite because I feel like it changed the course of history so drastically that everything would be different today. Lincoln's assassination? <laughs> no, but not far from that. Okay, all right. I think our, our world would be it's such a better place if this person hadn't been killed. Robert F. Kennedy. Oh, because he was a good person and a darling. JFK was just a fucking flashy playboy. But RFK. <laughs> Hot take, Georgia. Yeah. I just I, it makes me so sad that he was killed. And and I don't think there was a conspiracy, even though there's they're trying to make a million conspiracies of it. There's the girl in the polka dot dress. Do you remember that mm-hmm. that thing where they say there's a girl in a polka dot dress who was mind controlling him? What's the mind control thing that they call uh, it? MK Ultra. MK Ultra. And she she mind controlled Sirhan Sirhan to shoot Robert F. Kennedy. Yes. And ran out. They saw someone said they she ran out of the Ambassador Hotel where he was killed screaming, We shot him. Yes. No one ever found her. Um Yeah. And and But if you were if you were some kind of a super deep agent yeah. in the MK Ultra program, would you be would you yell that? Yeah, Frank, do you think you have a little more control over I think <laughs> you'd be better at your job than that. That's a really good point. Like I you mean, can do all of these things, but yet you start screaming. You snap. I mean, that's an interesting, I mean, I, I don't put it past anything that the kind of things that have gone on governmentally. Sure. I, I, I believe in all but, of those. I believe in the idea that they were trying to train people to be like sleeper murderers. Do that you? Just like would wake up and, <gasps> and shoot somebody. Do you believe that? Yeah. Like Manchurian Candidate style? Because they... Do you hear... Do you fucking hear my... Can we... Is that your cat? That's my fucking cat screaming in the other room. And this is why I can't (laughs) sleep at night. Maybe your cat's in pain. She's not. I've taken her to the doctor multiple times. She's fine. (laughs) Okay. She's fucking fine. She's an idiot. Is she screaming we shot him? (laughs) She's in a polka dot outfit. She's... (laughs) Is she the sleeper agent that we've been fearing all along? Probably. She's already ru- rec- ruining my life. The, you know what? If they could control cats, that would be it. I mean, it Cute would be over. Be. Cutest army. <laughs> the other thing is she probably... Cutest army. If you're going to think about it, she wouldn't have worn a polka dot. Like, why would you wear something so, like, easily explainable? Right. You'd wear a black dress. You'd wear pants and a tie. Like, you would you, look normal. There's so many ways to blend in. That's polka not, dots. Polka dots always says, hey, <laughs> yeah. look at Minnie Mouse over here. I'm fun. Polka dots, white gloves. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> here to, it's me, the, the town slut. I'm here for the shooting. <laughs> do you, so you really think, who do they pick and why? Just like maybe criminals that no one will believe anyways? Could already? be that. Could be like, you know, Jason Bourne style. You were already in the army and then you oh. got pulled into some kind of special program. And they just put you on so much LSD for so long that your brain is as mush. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that would suck. I know. It would be crazy. But also, it's weird that, like, 
I don't know. And all of that stuff is so crazy because it's like, who is it the government or is it the mafia or is yeah. it, you know, the, the Kennedys have not had a good time of it in terms <laughs> of being murdered. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. Are they, are they all just like, I think everyone in a, in a public place in government is just a fucking puppet. Sure. So it's the bit, the rich, big business people behind the scenes. Right. You know, the Dow Chemical family, the, sure. the guy from Foxcatcher. Oh my God, totally him. Ugh. Did you watch the the movie? Bored the shit out of me. But then I watched um, the um, the uh, Thirty for Thirty. Do you ever about watch those? It? Yeah, about uh, it. And you're like, oh, he. This was so perfect and correct and right, and it's fucked up. It's better than the movie. Oh, I have to see that. Yeah. I loved that movie. I was bored. It may be because I went by myself, and when I go see movies by myself, it makes me feel like. I'm French or something. I get Ooh. real stuck up about myself and like mm, I'm doing. Something. Well, you're not. You're going to see a film. That's right. <laughs> not a movie. It's not a movie. It's a film. Well, I had no idea what to expect. Vince was like, "There's something about wrestling in it," and I was like, "Okay." And like I went and I was like, "This is the most boring." Like, I didn't know. I think the half the audience in the theater when I went thought We're it was watching supposed a to be movie. a Steve Carell comedy, <laughs> no. and so they only laughed when it was like when oh, he no. when he brings the trophy and he's like, "I have a trophy now, mother," or whatever. He did yeah. some weird speech, and everyone's like kind of oh. laughed, but they were just confused the whole time. Oh my god, they were watching a movie. You were watching a film. I was there for the film <laughs> in my red polka dot. It's good. You should watch the thirty for thirty of it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Am I allowed to do boring murders like that? No. Yes. Because it's it's more the concept of it. Like, what was he up to that they needed to take him out? Well, here's the thing: is the reason, sir. But see, the problem with me is with I that I have is that the reason Sirhan Sirhan, who was arrested and is in prison for life for it, was killed him, makes complete sense. Whereas, like. Um, what's his little squirrely name who killed Lee Harvey Oswald? Lee Harvey Oswald. It's like, well, it doesn't really sound like. So Sirhan, the, he, uh, RFK was a supporter of Israel. Mm -hmm. Sirhan Sirhan was a Palestinian Jordan imi uh, Jordanian immigrant. And the day, the, the day that RFK was killed was on the anniversary of the start of the six days war. So. Okay. He killed RFK for his support of Israel, Can which makes sense. you just talk me through the Six Days War real fast? Uh, is Israel kicked the kicked ass for like six days? Oh, it was a bad. I have a whole book on it if you want. It's real All boring. Right. It's real boring. Is that how they they set up the strip or whatever? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Is that how they got their walls? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, know. I know nothing about. I don't anything, know. Really. But so he. Yeah, so that makes sense of why this crazy person, there wasn't a lot of bodyguards going on at the Ambassador Hotel. RFK had just won the Democratic, or was about to win the uh, preliminaries um, in California. So he's at, he's in a room full of people who are supporting him. So right. he doesn't have that much, you know. Uh, yeah. Reason to fear things. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, but, but there's got to be, the weird thing is, what didn't that guy work at the hotel? No. Oh, he didn't? Was it maybe the busboy? I thought he was like at least dressed up like a busboy. Oh, maybe. There are people yeah. who have dedicated their lives yeah. to studying this shit. And they hate and us. We're sitting so here. much. Wasn't it? Didn't it happen at a hotel? Listen, we um, here at My Favorite Murder... <laughs> We're fucking talking mad <laughs> shit. And if you want something more than that, then you need to go watch the documentary. Then read your books. Yeah. Like, we're not pretend pretending to be good talkers. No. Uh, so, yeah. And then 
there's also uh, a theory that if you listen to the recording, there are more than eight shots fired, which Sirhan Sirhan only had a gun, a twenty two caliber with eight rounds in it. Wow. But you can hear like up to 13, maybe. So maybe there's a second shooter. Well, it sounds like there would have to be unless it was echoing. But I just feel like if you watch documentaries about RFK, his like his stance on on racism and what he was doing for the poor and for minorities was so extreme from anything we've any way we've ever treated people before. Right. I think our world would have been in a fucking much better place. I think that honestly, like I think that there was a, a break in the space time continuum and everyone else when he didn't die, got to live in a great fucking world and we're stuck in this bullshit where he got killed. Wow. I really do think there was like a, what do they call them? Alternate, alternate reality. Alternate reality. A sliding doors starring yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. And I, yes. Sli- and Gwyneth Paltrow, we got stuck with her in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and in the other one, there's no Gwyneth Paltrow. In the other one, it's Sandy Bullock the whole time. Yeah. All Sandy Bullock all the time. Good times. Life is better. And here we are. Well, that's dark, but uh, I kind of, <laughs> thank you. I like, I like the concept of it. Like imagine a world where somebody, a leader who actually really did have the people's best intentions yeah. at heart got through. Cause that's almost seems impossible these days. I think he had, I think he had that. And I think we didn't deserve it and he couldn't, he couldn't live because we it? didn't fucking deserve it. I'm such a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. And I'm clearly you and I are like the best, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm super nice to everybody all the time. Are you? I'm really understanding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm no patient. Pa- I'm so patient. I'm so patient and kind. I don't care when people drive like shit. Mm-hmm. I won't scream at them. I don't scream terrible things out the window of my car. <laughs> people or at others. We don't sit at a, at a diner and talk shit on every single person. Oh my God. Is it time? <laughs> it's it's, here's our second podcast, Diner Time, where we talk public <laughs> mad shit. Where we don't know we're mics and that, we just talk shit on every single person. That would be, I feel like, I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. Just truth. Just like a, well, I mean, I think there are some people that do that on podcasts mistakenly, but um, the idea of that, a, po- a gossip podcast where people just talk shit. <laughs> well, would it'd be great I, wouldn't if- you listen to it every, if they yeah. put out five a week, you'd listen to everyone. Yeah. But can we be anonymous and no one knows who we really are? Well, we can't. It's too late for us. Well, maybe two other that. random girls have a podcast on Feral Audio. Isn't that weird? And they, it's just these two anonymous girls and they talk mad shit. They oh, sound those, a lot like Karen and those girls from Ohio. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. girls. They're bitches. Let's talk <laughs> shit on those girls. Let's talk shit. <laughs> mad shit. Um, okay. Yeah. So those, that's, those are two good ones. Those are, those are pretty good ones. Here's the first thing I thought of when you said Robert Kennedy. Uh-huh. Um, you know how he had a hand in shutting down that. Um, I, I, I shouldn't get into this one because it's a whole other topic. Say it quick. Um, it's a. Ooh, I think it was called Westbrook or Brookhaven or Sunnybrook or whatever. But it's that um, mental hospital that's on Long Island or Staten Island. I mean, <laughs> that got shut down in the '60s because they were basically just taking. developentally disabled children and throwing them into big dark rooms oh my god and hosing them off every day and like it was i think it was one of geraldo's first exposés yes he went in there i remember that and they like on the single light on the camera it looks like a horror movie from today where it's just kids huddled up and when robert kennedy saw that he went and shut that place down himself 
That's the first thing I thought of, but that's where they think there's a serial killer that, that lives on the grounds of that hospital. That there's an, there's a, what's it called? Something C. Yes. There's a Clancy Clancy or something like that. What's it called? I know. There's a Netflix. Watch the movie. There's a Netflix. It's so good. It's really good. Um, it's called Stoxy. No. Cropsy. Cropsy. That's it. Cropsy. It's really (laughs) good and creepy. Remember a word with Karen in Georgia. <laughs> Sound it out Sound and work it out. It's the Banksy. Oh my God, we just solved who Banksy is. <laughs> Banksy's crops. Banksy's crapsy. Banksy's so killing develop, de- developmentally disabled children on Staten Island. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. And unfortunately, they also then, like Reagan uh, and Nixon, just opened the fucking asylums and let everyone go and which is why we have this homeless problem and mental illness issue my mom was a psychiatric nurse and she in the in the late 70s and early 80s when that proposition came up it was reagan it was reagan sorry sorry nixon uh (laughs) nixon was long gone but she used to rant about it every single night and she called exactly what's happening today she's like these people will have nowhere to go they will be wandering on the streets they'll be assaulting people they'll be like these people need to be taken care of and this is the coldest like the idea that a leader would be like that you don't take care of the people that need help the most and you just shut off all funding for that and say it's not our problem yep creates sick. such huge problems L- listen i'm gonna say it right now i would rather pay more taxes to get people mental fucking help and not have as much money myself than live in a world where we don't fucking take care of people and there are just yeah. rampant mental illness and homeless and starving people in yeah the world. and that idea of it's too bad for you like i got mine yeah when how did you even get yours right people helped you right totally horrible Everything is horrible. And if RFK hadn't died, that would have never fucking happened. That could have changed. What if he went and fist fought Reagan? <gasps> and that was like, it was an actual battle. I did not hear fist fought. By the way, I heard something <laughs> totally else and I just can't give it to myself. I'm That's so- what I just heard when you said it. I was like, why'd she say that? But it's when you thought what I said. You said fist fought. A past tense of fist fight. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder again don't forget the code is all lowercase goodbye is what i said (laughs) that's not what i heard (laughs) oh uh yeah they should have fought they should have fist fought they should (laughs) have fist fought (laughs) Uh, or where am I? Um, yeah. In, in alternative universe, Phil.
there is just the most beautiful asylums. And we go there sometimes when we just need a break. Yeah. You know? They're all garden. Yeah. And rest. And everyone knows how to properly prescribe medication. Ugh. And the medication is free. Flowing, overflowing, just <laughs> bowls of medication <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like fountains. Yep. Fountains of Prozac. I'll take it. Open my mouth. Just like stick my head under the. I get some. Sure. Just relax. Yeah. There's the Adderall fountain. It's never <laughs> abused. Isn't that great? <laughs> Everyone graduates from college. <laughs> Does their papers. Oh, drugs. Let's. Okay. So now is the time in our lives when we have a guest tell us their, uh, their our favorite thing in the world, their town crime. Yes. We love it. Like, what's the crime that happened in your town that, like, you remember when you were a kid and you're like, holy shit, this thing happened. It's amazing. Tell us on the Facebook page. We're just calling it Facebook page now. <laughs> Tell us Facebook on... page, the Facebook page. Tell us on Facebook page, <laughs> your town. Don't message us because we don't care. Put it on the page like yep. so everyone can bask in it. Yeah. Don't put a link. Like, tell it in your fucking words. Put a link, too, because that's cool. But it's almost like a creepypasta that you're writing. Totally. But it's your, uh, it's true. Yeah. Like it's what's the truth? Tell us. Don't make happened. it up. We'll know. Oh yeah. We can fact check this. We won't fact check it. We can fact check it. <laughs> we won't. All right. Check. So our fa- our uh, story this week comes from our friend, Allie Ward. Woo! Um, she is a friend of mine. We're on shit together. She's also on Innovation Nation on Saturday mornings. Allie Ward. You can find her by that name on everything. Okay. So let's listen to the, her message. Hey, what's up? This is Allie. So... Okay, you asked me to call and tell you about this murder that happened in my high school, and I went to school in Orinda, California, which is this, like, very wealthy, nice suburb near Berkeley. I went to Miramonte, and uh, they had a really good college prep program. They had, like, a, a Latin program, so my family lived in the area until we graduated, um, but Orinda was known for being this very tony suburb with this horrendous, like, so, such a stupid murder that it seems fake. But um, what happened was this girl named Kirsten Costas was a popular girl. She was from a very affluent family as well. She was like a cheerleader, and she was part of the sorority program at my high school, which sounds like, like well, I'm sorry, it's high school. But, yeah, there, was like a, there were sororities in my high school. That's how, that's how much extra money people had. So there were these two competing sororities. Anyway, there was a girl named Bernadette Prady who was in the lesser sorority, I think, and she was really jealous of Kirsten, and she was always trying to befriend her, but she told her at one point that she was going to take her to this dinner for new pledges or whatever, and according to police records or whatever, they, they went to this dinner, Kirsten was, like, annoyed because there wasn't food being served. I don't know, because that part sounds weird, because, like, what cheerleader in the 1980s eats, like, none of them. Anyway... Bernadette apparently got weird, according to Kirsten, and then Kirsten fled to a neighbor's house and said, my friend's acting weird. They're like, okay, I'll drive you home. So they, this, like, neighbor drove her home, and then there was a Pinto following them the whole way. In the Pinto was Bernadette Parati with an 18-inch knife, <laughs> knife in her car, in her Pinto. So the neighbor drops off Kirsten. Bernadette runs up to the door. The neighbor thought he saw a fist fight, but no, it was a knife fight, a one-person knife fight. And Bernadette just stabbed the shit out of Kirsten Costas, totally killed her. 
Um, she died before she even got to the hospital. And Bernadette got sentenced, but she she got out by the time she was, like, 23. But she she wasn't even implicated for months. She passed a lie detector test. And, like, I guess no one saw that it was her doing the stabbing. I don't know why they weren't, like, who drives a Pinto? And they were like, oh, it's Bernadette. She killed her. I don't know. That I, I don't know. But they made a movie called Death of a Cheerleader starring Tori Spelling as Kirsten, who gets stabbed. And there's lore that Heather's is based on the high school I went to, Whoa. which is why I was goth when I went there. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not having any part of this, you guys. Nobody wants to be friends with me anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Murder. Oh, that's such a big blade. Oh, 18 inches, my lord. Anyway, uh, don't join Shorty. They're full of bad people. Okay, bye. Wow. Holy mackerel. She really hit it out of the park on that That's one. That's a good story. Uh, cheerleaders stabbing each other? Yeah. I can't believe she's out. She got out. Why do people get out of yeah, prison? Well, because uh, they were start young and then it's like insanity, maybe? Fuck, man. It'd be good to know about that one. Yeah. Because that's a, uh, it gives you a lot of hope. <clears throat> Definitely changed her name. I'm really fascinated with um, like child murderers. Like Mary there's Bell. those Mary Bell. Mm -hmm. There's those two boys in England who took that kidnapped that little kid out of the mall. Yeah. So they all got out by the time they were, you know, not even a. They got it out of eighteen or whatever the fuck. Changed yeah. their name and left. And I just want to talk to them so bad. Well, because if you're a child murderer, something hideous is happening to you. Yeah. That's the fascinating thing about the Mary Bell case. Yeah. Her mother was selling her to men at a shit. when she was a child oh my God. i mean there the rage that was in her it doesn't come from nowhere it's yeah. not just like oh i'm i it was impulsive or yeah. whatever this is someone acting out and it's like a weird cry for help totally there's a really good like a uh, british made for tv movie about mary bell really yeah that kind of goes into that fucking vintage murders man come on they're so interesting because like, you take it on face value and it's just like oh that's crazy like a six-year-old that murdered a little boy yeah but that's not yeah there's more to it always fuck what was the I'm sorry i have a, a message from ali ward uh-oh uh-oh uh -oh, hold on ali ward called dustin <laughs> She forgot to mention that the murderer's sister said she kept an 18-inch knife in her pinto to slice vegetables while she drove. <laughs> As one does. You know what? Uh, I smell a rat. I smell... Listen, man. If I know one of my siblings are guilty of murder, I'm going to fucking tell on you. Yeah. You know why? Because the siblings of the murdered person matter more. I'm also... You know, as a creative person, I would take pride in the lie that I'm telling. And oh, slicing sure. vegetables while I drive sure. is a poor, it's a poor lie. I mean, we and we all know you. all you do is use a fucking uh, exacto knife. What are those blades called that are? Yeah, like a box cutter? Yeah, right? When you cut your vegetables in the car while you're driving. <laughs> totally. Just use a fucking box cutter. Uh, or just some kitchen scissors. Yeah. Chop up. Uh, yeah, no, nothing about that even makes sense. None it's like, it. it's what are you let's get her on the podcast what are we what the fuck were you thinking like let's piss her off on the podcast and see what happens also eight, think of an 18 inch blade is six inches longer than a 12 inch blade <laughs> yeah a, it's more it's, it's like a kitchen, almost a kitchen knife two feet long a kitchen knife is like a 12 inch yeah so that's even like think of a kitchen knife now think of an extra blade on top of it double blade we're going into katana sword area 
Yeah. With the, with the length of this knife. Let's put the knife show on. Let's see. get Cutlery Corner going. Cutlery Corner is <laughs> the best. <laughs> if you don't watch, if you don't get high and watch the knife show, I don't smoke pot. I'm not condoning it. Something is wrong with you. It's, sometimes it's on perfectly like right after a comedy show is over. That's yeah. what happened when I was in San Francisco. We came back and it was like 2.15 and I couldn't go to sleep. And I was like, well, look who's here. <laughs> All the assorted knives. That's the one. Um, should we rip it up? Wrap it up? Yeah. Go to Facebook page. Facebook page. <laughs> um, go to any Facebook page. Anyone. And Talk just, about us. And visit people and just live your life yeah. uh, digitally. Yeah. Don't leave your house. You're going to get murdered if you leave your house. <laughs> And definitely talk about us on Facebook page. Yeah, talk about us on Facebook page. And tell everyone on Reddit to listen. I feel like Reddit people would like this podcast a lot, mm -hmm. but I'm not on Reddit. I thought it might be frustrating to some Reddit types who who like um, facts. Facts and like a fluidly, oh. chronologically told story. Please. Again, Please. go watch the documentary. <laughs> this is not what we're here for. We're like, um, we like, we're like a puree we're like a jamba juice of of facts yeah yeah that we're like um we're like uh one of those two guys in uh in vegas who play with tigers yep we're those guys we're those tigers guys, like you're totally. not gonna find out the history of tigers and like what they're you know what they're about you're gonna see the best part of the tiger and our tans and our tans yeah yeah our teeth our tans hopefully and the best part of the tiger <laughs> and hopefully we don't get mulled by our tiger, which is the murders. That, that Can I just say this and then we'll stop? Please. The day that there was the story in the paper of how the um, it was either Siegfried or Roy. I yeah. can't remember which one got attacked. But the day that was in the paper about him being mauled by mm -hmm. the tiger was the same day that they caught the Green River Killer. <gasps> and I remember going from, I was reading the LA Times and it went from like one small story turn the page the other small story where oh i was like both of these stories are the hugest thing to happen in the last 20 years and they're both like four column yeah like tiny tiny stories people don't know what's important anymore no they really don't you know it's like our, our media man is like telling us how to live yeah well that's a good i like that that's a little tie a little bow tie on i tied it up good job Thanks. Hey, listen to yeah. us on other stuff <laughs> and go to us on other places. We have other things. We live other lives sometimes. Um, but we're slowly building so that this takes over everything. Yeah. Make sure this takes over everything for your life, too. Yeah. Get obsessed with this. Yeah. There you go. We're Karen and Georgia. Thanks for listening. Thanks.